What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. My name is Bob, and we are glad to have you here. Now, today's episode, we will be giving you part three of our fantasy football preview of the year. It's a five-part series. We already started off with quarterbacks. We did the running backs last episode. Today, we will be doing the wide receiver rankings. If you guys have not listened to any of the podcast previous, I'm going to explain it real quick. We break down all of our rankings in a tier system, meaning we got tier one, tier two, tier three, etc. The way we break it down is each tier is a group of players that we believe will give roughly the same amount of points in a PPR point per reception season. So the reason we're doing that is for a couple of reasons. Number one, you got a couple guys that are similar. Why not like look at them when it comes to your swing back. That way you're not just dialed in on one player. You got a group of players that are very similar that you can look at. Number two, you might not want a lot of players from the same team. Like let's say you got a lot of players from the Eagles or the Cowboys. You might not want another guy, but you want someone someone of that caliber there. And number three, most importantly, bye week. You know, a lot of people draft towards bye week like you kind of should. You shouldn't really worry about it too much, in my opinion. But you don't want to have all three of your starting wide receivers having the same bye week. So, for example, let's say you got, you know, this year you got Devontae Adams. And you're on a swing back. And you got Diggs. who They both have the same same, uh, pick. You could look for somebody in the same tier as those guys or right below them to draft so you're Five weeks aren't all on the same week. That way you're not getting crushed. But I'm going to be honest with you. Even if you have two guys that are on the bye week the same week, you might be screwed that week, but you might be able to get lucky and get a replacement from someone other in the other tiers. But you might be better off those other weeks. So, like I'm saying, just a tier system. That way you can work around them. So, we're going to break down the tiers today. We got an eight-tier system for the wide receivers we're going to go through the first couple of tiers and we're going to talk about each player and where they're ranked according to their average draft position and we'll get going. So if you guys are listening on audio and you want to see the, the images I have up, be sure to check us out on YouTube at Stoop Knockout. You can find all of our videos right there or you can follow us on Facebook at The Stoop Life Facebook group. You can simply just follow us in that group. Message me. My name is Bobby McMonagle. You can check that out. I'll have the link up so you can follow me and get in there. Or follow us on Instagram at the underscore stoop underscore life. And you can follow us and get all the information right there as well. So it's going to be about a 25-minute podcast, give or take. So get ready. Get ready. We're going to start it off right here. We got wide receiver preview. Obviously, we just said that. Um I got Tyreek Hill on the front there simply because Tyreek Hill is a guy that I always overlook. So where are we going to rank him? We'll see. So starting off with tier number one. We got three wide receivers in tier number one. Starting off number one, Justin Jefferson. If you're watching, you see how I got the layout, the rank, the team, the bye week, and the average draft position. If you're not watching, I'm going to break it down for you. So right now you got Justin Jefferson. I got him ranked number one. He's currently going off as the number one wide receiver drafted. We all know why. We don't even need to talk about him. Safe pick. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get catches. He's going to get touchdowns. There you go. Number two, 
We got Jamar Chase. He's currently going wide receiver number two, and I think he is going to be right there with Justin Jefferson. I actually have Jamar Chase right now, offensive player of the year. I think he's going to ball out. Last year he balled out. He was ranked number 10, and he missed like five games. In those games that he played, he was number one five times. So I think either guy you're taking, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you're getting a stud. You're getting a guy that you can guarantee is going to put up numbers. And he's getting drafted right now at wide receiver two, like we all think. Number three, the final player I have in tier one is Tyreek Hill. He's currently going off the draft boards right now as wide receiver number four. Last year, he finished number two. And everybody was doubting that he would even finish in the top ten. People were getting him on the swingbacks in the first, second round. Not happening this year. He's going to be a top five pick. Don't be scared to take him. Tyreek Hill has proven he is probably the only wide receiver in the NFL that does not matter who's throwing to him. He's just that guy. He can catch the ball deep on you. He can catch the ball over top of you. He will moss you. Or he can catch the ball short and take it to the house. I, I, I love Tyreek Hill. I think he's going to prove that again. He's currently going at wide receiver number four. I, I don't see why he's not going number three. He's, these three guys right here are proven bona fide stars that you know week in, week out are going to score for you. And if you're playing against them, you're going to be pissed off because they're going to score 25, 30 points a week, every single week. So don't be scared to take these guys. Next up, we got group number two. We got tier number two. We got one, two, three, four, five players in tier number two. I think these guys are all very capable of being in that top three. I really do. Especially number four, Cooper Cup. We got a little wrist sign on him, though. A little red flag on Cooper Cup. He's currently going off as wide receiver number three simply because of what he did two years ago. Last year he got hurt. How's he going to come back? He has a history of injuries. And he got re-injured last year. Two years ago, he won the Triple Crown. Could he ball out again? He's kind of going to get that Christian McCaffrey fade. Where he could possibly be the best receiver in football. Or he could possibly fall off and miss half the games. That's probably the only reason I have him at number four. You know what you're going to get out of him when he plays. Just is he going to play? So... I'm weary of him, but I wouldn't be too weary of him. I'm not drafting him above those first three guys, but I would draft him above the rest of the guys. But in that tier, we got at number five, Devontae Adams, currently going off at wide receiver number eight. Now, if I'm getting Devontae Adams at number eight, a guy who has finished in the top three the last five years, I'm, I'm happy. That means I'm getting him at 10, 11, 12. Possibly even 13th or 14th pick in a PPR league. Absolutely love it. A lot of you are going to be scared of him because of the quarterback. But Jimmy G gets the ball out. Even if Jimmy G gets hurt, it doesn't matter. Devontae Adams has proven that he's a baller. He's a game threat guy that's going to put up numbers. He's healthy. Why not take him? I love him. At number six, we got A.J. Brown. Currently going off the board at wide receiver number six. Last year, finished number five. Why is he not going to finish there again the same? They got an electrifying offense in Philadelphia. And it 
goes to A.J. Brown when they need a play. Jalen Hurts has proven over and over again that when they need to get a first down, he's either going to do it or they're going to go to A.J. When they're in the red zone, they go to A.J. So why not be there again? I love A.J. Brown. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Number seven, we got C.D. Lamb. Currently going off the board at wide receiver number seven. Last year, he finished at number six. Another guy. Dak Prescott looks to go to him when they need to get a converted down. When they're in the red zone, they really go to C.D. Lamb if they're going to throw the ball. It's going to be the same exact thing this year. I think C.D. Lamb is going to be another guy this year that can be, if he's on the field every game, he's going to put up numbers. If, if it comes towards their scheduling at the end of the year, they're going to need to win big games. So he's going to be a guy that you might want to have in later rounds of the season because he's going to get the ball. So I love C.D. Lamb this year. At number eight, I got another guy here who could very easily finish in tier one. I love this guy. I always aim to pick him the last two years. I got number eight, Stefan Diggs. Currently going off at wide receiver number five. That's great because last year he finished at wide receiver number four. The only reason I have him a little bit lower is because I think those other guys are just that good. I'm not knocking Diggs at all because Diggs is that guy too. But we've seen a lot of offseason rumbles of him not possibly being happy in Buffalo the way they run that offense. That could either be a really good thing. It could skyrocket him up. It could be wide receiver number one. Or it could be something where he might fall off a little bit and not get those red zone targets or those, you know, must-have conversions thrown his way. I'm not weary of him. If I get if I get Stefan Diggs at number eight, any of these guys number eight, I'm happy with. I think tiers one and two are loaded. We are a very top-heavy wide receiver room for fantasy football this year, and any one of these guys that you get can be wide receiver number one, so I like taking any of them. Next up, we got... Tier number three. We got a lot of guys in tier number three. Tier number three, as you see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys in tier number three. I'm very hyped. I'd be happy to get all of these guys. You know, you got number nine with a lot of upside in a throwing offense this year. A team that's surging. They got a lot of people behind them. And they finished the top team to finish the year last year on their win streak. I got coming out of Detroit. Amon Ra St. Brown. Currently going off at wide receiver number 10. And honestly, if you're getting him in number 10 in the PPR league, where he's going to be a target share heavy guy, love it. Absolutely love it. Because he's going to get targeted a lot. They got a young team, young backfield, young receiver room, young tight end. Jared Goff's going to look for St. Brown as that security blanket to get the rock. He could easily be up there with Tier 2. I love St. Brown. Lock him in. At number 10, Garrett Wilson. Right now he's going at wide receiver number 9. I did a fantasy draft the other day, and he actually went probably like wide receiver 13 or 14. I think it's crazy because the upside on this guy could be potential wide receiver 1, given the fact that you've got Aaron Rodgers throwing him the rock. Aaron Rodgers... Wide receiver number ones every year. Ball out. 
even last year he had guys that we didn't know, and all of them had surgencies at the end of the year with Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson's a bona fide stud. This guy can play. Can he put up numbers that Devontae Adams put up when he played with Rodgers? Possibly. Wouldn't doubt it at all. So if you're getting him at slot number 10, lock it in. Great steal. Might be your steal of the draft. At number 11, we got the guy who finished number 8 in fantasy football last year. He's currently going at wide receiver 11, and we got him ranked 11. Another guy out of Miami, Jalen Waddle. Last year, a lot of people avoided this guy saying, oh, well, Tyree Kill's going to take the share away from him. Well, like I said, Tyree Kill finished number two last year. Jalen Waddle finished number eight. He ain't taking no shares away from him. This guy is a target share heavy guy, and it's going to remain the same. Whether two is out there or a backup backup's out there, he's going to get the rock. He's going to get the rock. That's how much they pass heavy. That's how much they rely on those short dig routes to Jalen Waddle. Love this guy. Number 12, a guy that I think, if he stays healthy, he's on a contract year, is going to ball out. I have high hopes for this team this year. I think most people do. Coming out of Cincinnati, we got number 12, T. Higgins. Currently going off the board at wide receiver 14, and I will gladly take him at wide receiver 14. Every time we see a player coming on a contract year, what do they do, guys? They ball the fuck out. With Joe Burrow, why is he not going to ball out? They want to keep this guy, too. So they're going to target him. They're going to use him. He's a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two body. Just like Jalen Waddle, he's going to get targeted. Last year, he missed a bunch of games, though. Otherwise, I would be more hype on him. But I think he's going to be phenomenal. At number 13, we got one of the best route runners in the league. Guy who probably has the best footwork in the league. Finished last year at number 9. Currently going off the boards at wide receiver 13. We got him ranked 13. Coming out of Philadelphia, we got Devonta Smith. I'm a Philadelphia guy. I love this guy. Love him. Because this guy does all the dirty routes for the Eagles and gets the ball and gets it done. Last year I had him help me get into the playoffs. I would love to have him again this year because it's a lot of, lot of people sleep on him because he's the quote-unquote number two guy in Philadelphia. I'm fine with that. Because even though they are a run-heavy team, this guy gets five, six, seven receptions a game, and it's going to stay the same this year. Absolutely love him. At number 14, we got Debo Samuel. He's currently going off the board at wide receiver 16. If he stays healthy, we already know what he's capable of. He's capable of being a top five guy. He already was. Last year, he didn't play a lot. He got hurt. So I don't really got much to say about coming off of last year. The only thing I got to say is they got a, a, a bona fide stud offense. And he's going to get relied on a lot. He might not get a lot as much rushing guards because they got CMC in that backfield. But he's the guy that can do it all. And I think he's going to be very touchdown heavy this year again. I like Debo. Lock him in. At number 15, we got a guy who finished 14 last year. He's currently going at wide receiver 14. Another guy who has a lot of upside based on the, his ability. Coming out of Seattle, we got DK Metcalf. We all know what this guy's capable of. 
Can he do it? If he does do it, top five receiver. His rookie year, he was top five. So I think he's capable of doing the same thing again this year. And at number 16, he finished number 11 last year, and it's saying a lot because he didn't have a quarterback. He's currently going off the boards at number 18. And I think if the guys above him weren't so good, he wouldn't get overlooked. Amari Cooper coming in at number 16. And I absolutely love Amari Cooper because I think he got Deshaun Watson. Last time Deshaun Watson played a full year, his number one guy was D-Hop. Amari Cooper is very similar. And D-Hop was the top five guy every year. So if you're, getting, if you're getting Amari Cooper at wide receiver number 18, be extremely happy with that play. This guy can ball. All these guys in this tier can ball. So as you see, let's say you're looking for, uh, you're looking for Jalen Waddle, But you got guys that have by week 10. Boom. Mari Cooper. T. Higgins. You got a bunch of guys in this tier that are all going to produce, that are going to get slept on, pushed back in the draft. So I love this tier. Tier number four is coming up next. Now, I love this tier, man. I love it. I love it. We got five guys in here, and I think this could be the sleeper tier of the year. Um, we got five guys in here, starting with number 17, currently going off the draft boards at number 12, Chris Olave, coming out of New Orleans. Derek Carr has produced top 10 wide receivers every year of his career, believe it or not. Dating back to Hunter Renfro. Now we got Chris Olave, they're number one. And if Michael Thomas can be healthy this year, Chris Olave is going to feast on them number twos. He's going to feast. So he's a guy that has extreme upside. Even if he's going to wide receiver number 12, extreme upside. Number 18, a guy that a lot of people are going to forget about. A lot of risk because he didn't play last year, but a lot of reward that can come. Calvin Ridley coming in at number 18, currently going off the board at wide receiver number 17. Now, Last year, I had this guy ranked number four. Why can't he produce number four? I don't, I don't see why he can't. You know, he has top five capabilities, and he could possibly do it. The only problem is he didn't play last year, and he's coming into a new team. But he got Trevor Lawrence out there throwing him the rock, so I like him there. Number 19, you're going to get old man discount on this guy. Number 19, currently getting drafted at wide receiver number 19, we got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, if he stays healthy, he's the number one wide receiver in a pass-heavy offense. He's going to get you numbers. You're going to get him later just based on the fact that he's always hurt and he's old. So, hey, if you get luckier and you pick this guy and he stays healthy, you're getting a top 5, 10 guy in fantasy football that is target share heavy at number 19. I absolutely love it. At number 20, we got Terry McLaurin. Currently coming in at wide receiver number 20. Another guy that is pass-reliant heavy. And he gets the ball. Target shares. Washington just don't got nobody really throwing him the ball. But that might be a good thing for him. Potential to be a top 10 guy as well. At number 21, currently going off the boards at wide receiver number 22, we got Jerry Judy. You know, this guy's bound for a breakout season. They got a new coach. And Sean Payton, can Russell Wilson turn it back around and get Jerry Judy the ball? If he does, guys, 
it might be scary. Because when, when Russell Wilson was in Seattle, he put up numbers with Lockett. This can be his Lockett. And he might put up numbers. So I love him there. Tier 4 is filled with a bunch of guys that are make or break guys that I think can blow up. I love it. Tier number 5. Starting off with number 22. We got Christian Watson. Currently going off at wide receiver number 23. I love this guy's potential just based off the fact that he's the number one in Green Bay in a prove-it offense that has a new quarterback that wants to prove it. He's the go-to guy. And everybody has been giving him high praise on his abilities. So a lot of upside because every time we've seen a new quarterback in Green Bay, the wide receiver number one balled out. So I look for this guy to possibly ball out. At number 23, we got newcomer to Chicago, DJ Moore. He's a guy that we don't know. How's Justin Fields going to ball out with a new wide receiver? The last couple guys that got a wide receiver did pretty damn good. They did pretty damn good. So don't be scared to take him. At number 24, we got Mike Williams. He's going off the boards at wide receiver 26. A guy that, if he stays healthy, going to put up numbers. Going to put up numbers, so I like him. Number 25, we got DeAndre Hopkins, new guy in Tennessee. Very risky because they are a run offense, and he's on a new team. He's old. Is he going to get hurt? I don't know. Um, I think a guy that you could slide in there could have very good potential. A veteran that might have a prove-it year. Like it. At number 26 and 27, we got two guys from Pittsburgh, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. We know what we're going to get from Deontay Johnson. A lot of games where he shows up, a lot of games where he doesn't. But those games that he does show up are phenomenal. Now, George Pickens, he's going to get a lot of the deep balls. He might get a lot of those end zone targets. I love this guy's upside. Like him. At number 28, we got Drake London in Atlanta. He's going to get helped out a lot because they got B. John Robinson back there. So I think his upside this year is a lot better than what he produced last year. Because last year he stunk. He stunk it up. But I like him this year. At number 29, we got a guy who finished number 12 last year. He's currently going off the board at wide receiver 28. We got Christian Kirk. He's also a guy that could have a lot of potential this year because he's going down draft boards a lot because Calvin Ridley's there this year. But we already know what he's capable of doing with Trevor Lawrence. So at number 29, he could be a very good pick. At number 30, to close out Tier 5, we got Chris Godwin. Now, Baker Mayfield's strong to him. I don't know what to expect, but we know what Chris Godwin is there. He's a very capable guy, so let's see what he produces. I also think he's a very capable guy to be traded. So I like him down here. He might be a good steal. I like him. Next up, guys, we got... We're going to run through the next couple tiers here because there's a lot of guys here, but we'll see. So what we got? What we got? Come on. Tier number six, starting off number 31, Brandon Ayuk. Number 32, Michael Pittman Jr., a guy who, if they had a quarterback, he'd be up there because this guy can produce. But we don't know what to expect out of of Indy, so that's why he's there. Number 33, Tyler Lockett, currently going off the port at number 30. Um, I love this guy. Finished number 13 last year. He always finishes in the top. 
So if he's a guy that you can get in tier six with these guys at wide receiver number 30, be very happy. He's going to be a guy that you plug in there that you're always going to be happy with. At number 34, a guy who fell off last year, we got Gabe Davis. Bad year last year. I fully expect him to have a better year this year. At number 35, we got Marquise Brown, the number one in Arizona. That's all you need to know. He's the number one wide receiver. Probably going to produce. At number 36, we got the newcomer in Dallas and Brandon Cooks. This is a guy that simply just puts up numbers. I expect nothing less than him in Dallas. You know, even though he's the number two guy, I think it's going to be a good addition for Dallas. To close out tier six, we got number 37, Juju Smith. The number one in New England. Last year, you know, you had Jacoby Myers there. He finished number 27. So you're going to get a guy at 37 that can finish in the top 20. I like it. Going into tier number seven, we got Michael Thomas at number 38. Michael Thomas is the type of guy that if he shows up, catches the rock all the time. A lot of upside, a lot of risk because he might not play. But I, I, I think his upside at this part in the draft at wide receiver number 43, I like it. Number 39, we got the rookie Jackson Smith Najigba. Be wary of him. In your drafts, be wary of him because he is hurt. So be wary. He might not be there. At number 40, we got Kadarius Toney, Kansas City. We don't really know what to expect from him. But a lot of upside because he might be the number one there. And if he is, he's going to get a lot of targets. Number 41, we got out of Denver, Cortland Sutton. Number 42, we got number 52 wide receiver, Adam Thielen in Carolina. Well, somebody's going to get the rock in Carolina. He's proven in the past that he could be a very heavily relied on guy. So, hey, maybe he produces again. At number 43... We got a guy who should be on your draft boards as a sleeper out of Washington, Jahan Dotson. When this guy was healthy last year as a rookie, produced. If he's healthy again this year, going to produce. <clears throat> Number 44, we got Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not too hype on him, but hey, if he comes back and he's very heavily targeted like he used to be, he might put up numbers. He might put up numbers. At number 45, the rookie in Baltimore, Zay Flowers. Guy is fast. You're going to have Lamar rolling out a lot. This guy might be deep open. He might get to a lot of deep ball touchdowns. Number 46, the rookie out of Minnesota, Jordan Addison. He's also another guy that's going to replace that role that Adam Thielen did. He might put up numbers as well. We'll see what happens. I think he could be a, a good guy to have. At number 47, we got Tyler Boyd out of Cincinnati. A guy that, obviously, when he plays, he produces, but he's a hit-or-miss guy. We like it. Now we got to finish off tier number eight. We're going to run through these guys. These are the final 12 guys that I think should get looked at, but I'm not going to be too hype on any of them. We got number 48, Nico Collins out of Houston. Number 49, Michael Gallup out of Dallas. Number 50, the rookie, Quinn Johnson out of the Chargers. Number 51, Traylon Burks, who would be a lot higher, but he's hurt. We'll see what happens with him. A guy that could be the number one there in Tennessee. Number 52, Jacoby Myers out of Vegas. 
Number 53 out of Cleveland, we got Elijah Moore, another guy who has proven when healthy, puts up numbers. Number 54, we got Alan Lazard out of the Jets. Obviously, we know Rodgers likes him, so hey, might get a lot of touchdowns out of him. Number 55 out of Green Bay, who a lot of people are hype on, Romeo Dubes. Produce, maybe, we'll see. Last year, he didn't give me anything, but this year, he might produce back. Number 56 out of Kansas City, same thing, the rookie last year, Sky Moore. Like him, he might put up numbers, but I don't project any of the receivers in Kansas City to really be a thriller to take, so that's why I have him this low. Number 57, we got Rondale Moore out of Arizona, a guy who, deep ball dependent, we'll see. Number 58 out of Cleveland, Donovan Peoples-Jones, number 59, Rashad Bateman out of Baltimore, and number 60, Darnell Mooney out of Chicago. Those are my list. Let's go back to the beginning. We'll uh, break down who we got here. So, number one, Justin Jefferson. Number two, Jamar Chase. Number three, Tyreek Hill. Tier number two, number four, Cooper Cup. Five, Devontae Adams. Six, A.J. Brown. Seven, C.D. Lamb. Eight, Stephon Diggs. In tier number three, coming in at number nine, Amon Ra St. Brown. Number 10, Garrett Wilson. Number 11, Jalen Waddell. Number 12, T. Higgins. Number 13, Devonta Smith. Number 14, Debo Samuel. Number 15, DK Metcalf. And number 16, Amari Cooper. Coming in at number tier four, Start off at number 17, Chris Olave. Number 18, Calvin Ridley. Number 19, Keenan Allen. Number 20, Terry Scary McLaurin. Number 21, Jerry Judy. And then the rounded off top 30, tier number 5, 22, Christian Watson. 23, DJ Moore. 24, Mike Williams. 25, DeAndre Hopkins. 26, George Pickens, 27, Deontay Johnson, 28, Drake London, 29, Christian Kirk, and number 30, Chris Godwin. So those are my rankings, guys. If you want to see this all written down in paper, follow us on Instagram at the underscore stoop underscore life. All of our plays and picks are on there. So find us on there. You'll find us for all the plays, all the, all the tiers, all the guys right there. If you want to look back and see who else we got, all of the other ones are on there as well. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back to do tight ends and defense. And we'll be back to do our full official fantasy breakdown for this upcoming season. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back. Catch y'all later.